Now, if you'll remember, during our last broadcast, I read a letter from a lady who had talked about the problem of fornication and the problem of abortion and how to free herself from guilt from these matters as a Christian. She says she has believed in Jesus Christ, and yet she's concerned about this matter. And I pointed her to two passages of Scripture, 1 Corinthians 6, verses 9, uh, 10, and 11, which mentions such things and says that people can put them in the past, that Jesus Christ is a big enough Savior to deal with even questions like those. Indeed, we tried to show, show that all sin is large in God's sight. Even the so-called white lie is not white at all, but it's a very vicious and terrible thing in the sight of God because it means a matter of rejecting God's word and offending God himself. All sin is an offense against a holy God by breaking his laws and disregarding his word. So there are no little sins. All sins are big. And her problem was in making sins uh, sins of different categories and sizes, trying to say that one sin is bigger than another and that one would keep me out of heaven because it is bigger. <clears throat> However, I did mention one exception to that rule. <clears throat> there is one exception the Bible talks about, and that is the sin against the Holy Spirit, or as it so often is called, the unforgivable sin. And I promised on the last broadcast that we would talk about that a little bit today. And the reason why I suggested that is because sometimes whenever you mention that sin, there are people who begin to think that they themselves have committed it. So let's read a little something about what the unforgivable sin really is and what the Bible says about it. In Matthew, the 12th chapter, we read these words in verse 31 and 32. Therefore I say to you, any sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven men, but blasphemy against the Holy Spirit shall not be forgiven. And whoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever shall speak against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. So here is an eternal sin, a sin which continues forever, a sin which is never forgivable, a sin which God says can never be washed out or wiped away. Jesus Christ did not die for this sin. Now, many people come into counseling centers, we have them from time to time in our center, who think that they have committed the unpardonable sin. And they will come to you saying to you, look, I've, I've been an adulterer. I've committed the unpardonable sin. Isn't that it? Or I've committed abortion, murder by way of abortion. Isn't that the unpardonable sin? It, it doesn't matter what the problem may be that they're concerned about. They will come in with all sorts of questions and all sorts of problems and all sorts of sins that they will mention and think that these are the unforgivable sin. Now, there are two ways in which to deal with this problem when you're dealing with somebody who thinks that he has committed the unpardonable sin. There are two things to do, and these two things I'd like to do today. If you are struggling with that problem, or I hope you will do if you know somebody who is. First, you need to understand what the Bible's talking about, Bible is talking about, when it speaks about this unforgivable sin. The first thing is to clarify what the sin really is. 
And the second thing is to talk about what is really the problem instead of what the person thinks it is. Now, <clears throat> this verse, verse 31, begins with the words, therefore. And whenever you read the word therefore, you should ask yourself the question, I wonder what the therefore is there for. And if you begin to ask what that, quest, what that therefore is, uh, means, you will find it always takes you back to something that came before. Therefore is kind of a pivotal word that leads you to some sort of conclusion or some sort of implication of what a person has been talking about. So we're thrown back all the way back to verse 22. And we better read the context to see exactly what it is that the unforgivable or unpardonable or sin against the Holy Spirit really is talking about. <clears throat> Matthew 12:22. Then there was brought to him, Jesus, a demon-possessed man, who was blind and dumb, and he healed him, so that the dumb man spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed and began to say, This man cannot be the son of David, can he? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This man casts out demons only by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. And knowing their thoughts, he, that is Jesus, said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste. And any city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? <clears throat> and if I by Beelzebul cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? Consequently, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can anyone enter into the strong man's house and carry off his property unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house? He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I say to you, you see how this statement about the sin against the Holy Spirit grows right out of that discussion, therefore I say to you, any sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven men, but blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. And whoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever shall speak against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Now, looking at that whole story, you see clearly what it is that the sin against the Holy Spirit was. It was not adultery. It was not thinking lewd thoughts. It was not even abortion. It was not murder. The sin against the Holy Spirit was willfully attributing the work of the Spirit of God to the devil out of enmity toward Jesus Christ. This is a kind of sin that only an enemy of Christ can commit. This is the kind of sin that somebody who is against Jesus Christ, you see, as he says in verse 30, he who is not with me, that is someone who is against Jesus Christ and who is scattering, trying to scatter the work of Jesus Christ, trying to destroy the work of Jesus Christ, this is the kind of sin that, that only can be committed by someone who is out to destroy Christ's work and who really believes and who attributes what he believes to uh, that, that, uh, what Jesus Christ did to the devil who believes that Satan himself was the one who was casting out demons, not Jesus Christ. And so no Christian, no believer could conceivably uh, commit the sin against the Holy Spirit. Indeed, the Holy Spirit dwells within or lives within that Christian person, and because he does, he couldn't conceivably 
be involved in the sin against the Holy Spirit. No believer wants to destroy the work of Jesus Christ. No believer believes that the work of the Holy Spirit of God is the work of the devil. Nobody calls the Holy Spirit the devil. Nobody calls the Holy Spirit an unclean spirit. This, you see, is the question of the sin against the Holy Spirit. The other matter is a matter of turning to the forgivable sins. Almost in every instance, a person who thinks that he has committed the unpardonable sin really has committed pardonable ones. He has committed sins that need to be dealt with by the grace of Jesus Christ, first in forgiveness and then in cleansing and then in empowering him to enable him to overcome these sins day by day in his daily life. That's the second thing that a person needs to do, not become so embroiled in an introspective discussion about whether he has committed the sin against the Holy Spirit that he never does anything about his sin, but to turn to the Word of God to find out what God has to say about getting rid of that sin. Lord, help those who have been confused in this matter to see what the question is really all about. We pray in Christ's name for his sake. Amen.